You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, episode 61. 70% of your communication is asking probing questions around what are the core issues that people are facing and how does that make them feel? And then the way that you make sure you're right with this is you write down what they say. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Welcome to this week's episode of the Star Coach Show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler, and want to thank you for spending time with us today. I'm sure this is a busy time of the year for you, as it is for many of us. We've just entered the month of December, and there's usually holiday parties happening and many things to do with friends and family, preparing for the holidays, and taking time to remember the special time of the year. So thank you for taking me with you on your errands or whatever you're doing to to get ready for the holidays. Our guest today is going to help us think about something that might be on your resolutions for next year. Perhaps you've thought about building your business and creating new ways to reach clients. Our guest today is Trevor Crane. He is a 10-time number one international best-selling author and the founder of Epic Author Publishing. He is also the host of another podcast, The Greatness Quest. Dot com podcast. And Trevor is going to talk to us today about the power that being intentional about writing a book can create and the kind of energy and attention that writing a book can get you with your target audience. Now, Trevor is high energy and it won't take you long in the interview to see that he's going to give us lots of information about lots of different marketing strategies, primarily focused around being the author of a book or beginning to use that concept of writing a book to get information from our target audience about what's important to them and connecting with them. So this is a fast-paced, full of information interview. I recommend that you strap on your seatbelts and let's go to our interview with Trevor Crane. Good afternoon, Trevor. Welcome to the Star Coach Show. It's great to have you here. Thank you for having me. I feel like a star. star you are I a star. Like- I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to have you share some of your strategies on building your business. You've been a coach consultant now for about 15 years and have done some pretty phenomenal things with that. So can you tell us a little bit about your story about starting out and building your business? 
I'd love to. And instead of telling you just how awesome I am, I think because you already did a good job of that in the intro. Uh, so they, everybody knows I've published books. Everybody knows I'm now the founder of a publishing company and all that sounds great. But I struggled for 20 years to get my first book written. I would say that if I have created the successes I have as a coach and consultant and as an author now and building some of the things it's done, it's not because I was the, the brightest crayon in the box. I, I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona. My greatest fear was that I would never amount to anything. My, my father was a horseshoer. My stepdad was a roofer. And we struggled financially to get by. I was always the poor kid and the one wishing that my mom didn't make my clothes. <laughs> and I felt embarrassed by it. And now I just feel like a little bit of a jerk because I wasn't as grateful as I probably could have been when I was a kid growing up. But I, I had a lot of fears. But I also had this weird conflicting belief that was like, I can do anything. So it was cool because I, I wasn't scared to go out and try. So the big part of my successes as far as uh, what I had success in business or when I had success in life or relationships or when I started finally figuring out how to publish books and do the things that I've, I'm now most passionate about is I got help. So I think that the coaching consulting industry is phenomenal because my first, my first personal development Thing I ever did. Hold on. It was a book. I read The Celestine Prophecy. Do you, did you ever read that book? Yeah, long ago. I was in the, my 20s and I read that book. I was backpacking in Europe, I think at the time or something like that. And I read that book for the first time and I was just a little dumb Arizona boy. And it's like, I'd never been outside the country. So I like bought a one-way ticket to Paris and and then had to figure my way around. But I was that was one of my first books I read. I went to my first Tony Robbins event, my first personal development event in 2002. And it was on the back of that that I started doing some coaching and consulting because when I started getting help from Tony, who was one of my first mentors, I started to create some phenomenal results. But it wasn't that epic until I hired my first professional consultant. And I think there's a difference between coaching and consulting we get into that if you like, but I hired a consultant who was phenomenal at creating certain results. And I went from a $20,000 a month income. This is pretty much before I was doing uh, coaching. This was just as me. I needed help from coaches and consultants myself. And my first professional consultant helped me go from 20 grand a month to over 80 grand a month in less than five months. And he didn't always, it wasn't just he told me the right things to do. Oftentimes he was telling me to stop doing some things that it would have been the wrong move at that time, or maybe the right thing in the wrong sequence. So it's funny because now things have come full circle. And that's what I oftentimes help my clients with when I help them with marketing or generating sales and different stuff. So I think that the next level for people is to get some help. I mean, my goal right now is to take my coaching consulting business to the next level. And the goal is a million dollars a month. And I'm not there yet. I'm not saying that to brag, but I need a lot of help to get there. And I like, I'm on the path. And I think most coaches, consultants and people and entrepreneurs and people in relationships were all on the path. My mission is to help people on the path of, to get to their next level in business. I work with a lot of coaches, consultants, speakers, about generating leads, closing high paying clients. So for those of you who are watching this video, my first book was called High Paying Clients. That is the core result that I help my clients deliver. My first secret for everyone is to get help. That's what I did. 
And it's important on who you get help from. My first story about my first professional mentor that I hired, that consultant, I pick my mentors very carefully. So I look for my mentors and I say, are they, have they created some phenomenal results for themselves? That's question number one. Question number two is, is this new mentor that you're going to work with, have they created phenomenal results for others? And then I look at those others and I say, are those others, do I like those results? I had a, I was hiring somebody for media recently for PR and media. And my wife made this recommendation to this gal and I fall in love with people. So I was talking to her and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. And I just get emotional and I could get caught up in it and just hire her. And I wanted to, in fact, if she would have shut up, I just would have hired her because I came through a good referral and she talked her way out of me becoming her high paying client because she reminded me of the criteria I have of getting help. And it was do they have the phenomenal result that I want? And she didn't, but she did have some clients and I knew some of her clients and she mentioned them and she reminded me of them. And I love these people, but she reminded me of them. And she said, I work with this person and that person, this person, that person. And I thought about them and I, and she goes, and I've created, helped them create results. And I know the results they've gotten. They're not ones I wanted. Why on God's green earth would I want to work with her? I don't care how much I, she's nice or I love her, but she didn't meet my criteria. So she lost the gig because she reminded me of my own doggone criteria. Because we get caught up when you're thirsty and you're dying of thirst. You're like, oh, can I just get a drink of something? And you go for a drink. When we want a result, whether you want more leads, more sales, more money, more consult, whatever, we're like, screw it. I just need someone to fix my oil, to change the oil in my car. I need someone to do my roof. And you hire some fly-by-night roofer without doing your research. And you're going to end up with somebody whom, you know, here's the thing is that oftentimes we think if somebody creates great results themselves, and you'll see a lot of people do this in their marketing, look at me, I so good. I am making big success. That's cool, man. But oftentimes the people that are really good at creating results have no freaking willy nilly clue how they did it or how to help anybody else get it. In fact, they might be really bad at it. So not only do they need to make sure that they've got phenomenal results that you go, oh my God, I think that would be great to have, but then have their clients gotten it. And if that's the case, then that's who you get help from. And then the big magic secret here is freaking be coachable, like be really cool and really coachable to that guy or gal who's going to help you. That's my big magic secret of success. Okay. So find somebody to work with that meets your criteria and then follow through with how they coach you with the kinds of things that they're take action. Now you also said something that I really want people to hear because I've worked with coaches who are, who are trying to build that pipeline and, and build their business. And they talk themselves that when you're, when you're working with somebody and trying to determine if they want to be your client, you don't do all the talking, you let the client do the talking as well. So she talked herself out of being your consultant or whatever she was that you were going to potentially work with. One reason, because she didn't have the results that you were looking for, but also she didn't slow down enough for you to talk. Yes. So my my wife and I teach events together and sometimes separately, sometimes together. And what we'll oftentimes do though, is we'll teach together. And when we've done that, we've been on stage. We'll, one of our events is around sales and it's called Advanced Sales Mastery. And people will oftentimes say, what do I need to say so that I can make more sales? Like that's what people ask. Like how I will say anything you want me to say. If I just teach me how to make a sale, I just want people to buy my stuff. So the funny thing is, is again, it's, it's a good question, but it's out of sequence. 
more importantly, the number one question is you need to know what to ask. So if you'd like, I can give you the questions to ask so that everybody can learn how to make to, to go get high paying clients. Okay. And you can use those two ears and the one mouth to listen. And then okay. I'll share with you what to say on the back end of that. But who the hell am I going to sell to? Mm-hmm. Cause you're going to call up your mom, you know, to sell her. And because she probably already likes your stuff so, mm-hmm. and she, and she's not your, probably your ideal clients. So there, the, there's three parts to any business. Okay. Lead, sales and fulfillment. So I typically am helping people with leads and sales. So the questions that I'll give everybody now are going to be in context of generating phenomenal leads, if you give people are going to like that, and how to have a great conversation with someone to give them permission to buy your stuff. How about that? That sounds wonderful. Okay. Because when I gave you the answer of, I got help, you're like, Ash, Trevor, suck it. Stop talking that story. What's the real goods? Like, but I'm serious. No, but as coaches, we should certainly hope that getting help is a huge, huge thing since that's what we do. Well, and you know what? There's a, so there was some, I, I was helping everybody here for those coaches out there that coach people or you're trying to coach people around results you've not yet created for yourself or others. Warning. Yes. Because that's one of the miscons, that's one of the preconceived conception that a lot of people have like therapist heal thyself, right? You know, that there's somebody out there and the person who really needs the help is the person flapping their gums saying, look at me, watch me. You have 20 year old coaches, life coaches that haven't had any friggin' life. life. So make sure you're not broke teaching people to get rich, you know, mm-hmm. create the result yourself first, create a phenomenal result for another human first have, and then they rave about it. And then you can stand on top of it and be congruent authenticity, vulnerability, and transparency are the new branding. The cool thing about this book, and I'm going to hold it up again because I am actually talking about how to convert a client, is you need to build trust. And one of the ways you do that and to differentiate yourself is to share authentically what your current, your biggest fears are, your biggest challenges. But you also need to figure out how to share your greatest successes. And they, and it doesn't have to be your greatest success, but it's a success that you're so congruent around. You're like, I can create that result every time. You don't have to promise to make someone millions of dollars. In fact, I had a coach one time. I paid a lot of money. I gave him a $10,000 check. <laughs> this, I'm sharing with you another vulnerability story. I gave him a $10,000 check and we're on our first coaching call. And he said, Trevor, what are the cool results you've created for other people? And I started spouting things out and he was like, it sounds like bullshit to me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Bologna? You know, I'm, that's not true. I I'm good at creating that. And he's like, it sounds incongruent. Like, it sounds like you've done it once, but it was more like lucky. He goes, what's a result that you get every time? And we were just not on the same page. Like I was like, dude, I want your help. And I wanted to make me feel good and blah, blah, blah. And I kept freaking talking. And then he, he finally listened. And then he asked, and he's like, okay, you ready to listen now? It was like that old Chinese proverb about the, the young man or woman who comes to the, the Zen master and he's in, like asking for advice. And then all he does is talk. And the Zen master starts filling his teacup. And then he just pours in tea and he keeps like over, overfilling the teacup. Like he, and the, the dude's like crazy, like Zen master, like, why are you pouring tea all over the floor? And he's like, it's just like your questions. You won't shut the hell up. <laughs> Didn't say this in Zen. And it's probably not the Zen way of saying it way of saying it however when your cup is already full you know so i was to that to my mentor and check this he fired me he fired you he fired me on the first call 
And he was, I thought he was a little bit of a jerk about it. I still think so, but he, he wasn't incongruent. Mm-hmm. He wasn't out of integrity. He gave me my money back. He said, this one's on me. And he said, he said, brother, there's nothing personal. It's just, I'm not your mentor right now. You're not ready for what I've got. He gave me the freaking advice. I told you find the mentor. And he was the good mate. He was a, he created phenomenal results. He created it for others. I wouldn't shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. And so he fired me. When you share your biggest challenging, scary skeleton stuff, the stuff that you don't want anybody to know, especially your clients. When you do that, people love the hell out of you. I don't know what it is. I share my successes. I had a picture with Richard Branson. I'm like, me and him are at the airport. I got, and I got, and, and people are like, I get like 17 thumbs up. Wee. You know, I share that I filed a bankruptcy. And when I was a poor kid, all this stuff was happening. My dad beat me up and yada, yada. Oh my God. People come out of the woodworks, a hundred little comments. Oh, Trevor, you're so amazing. Can I work with you? Oh, so instead of bragging to your client about how freaking awesome you are, you, this is on both the side of being the mentor and being the client. It's important to shush yourself, to ask great questions and listen. If you're going to be the coachable mentee, then we listen and then you do what they said. Because if you pick wisely, you got someone who has created phenomenal results for others and you should shut up. Your pattern of how you do things gets you, got you where you are, which is phenomenal. But now you need to go to the next level. You need to shut up and take that action. So Today, everybody's scared of something, I'll bet you. They're scared of something you don't want anybody to know. I would challenge you, post, make it live. Whatever that is. Whatever. So be live. vulnerable. Put your fear out there. Yeah. So that's that's a great tip. Now, you also were going to tell us about some Uh-oh. of the questions and that we would ask. We've got. You want me to do this really fast? Okay, so let me give no, you- you're the- good. Okay, go ahead. You're good. Okay, so here are the questions that you can ask that help you with your marketing and help you make sales. And all that story that I just told is about listening more than you talk, which is ironic because all I'm doing is talking. So here are the questions. I'm going to give everybody two questions. The first question, very important. So let's say that you're on the strategic call. You're talking to someone. You're having a quality conversation. It's a free session or a paid session or whatever it is. You meet somebody out at a networking event. One of the greatest questions you can ask. Now, this is only, well, this is typically in the context of they've already asked for help. Okay, so I want to give that as a caveat, because if you start probing for questions without permission, they haven't given you permission to do this. This is when right. someone goes, oh my God. So we'll and, do and hopefully if they've created a strategy session with you, they're doing that because they would like some help or they would like to explore what they can get out of coaching. You got it. And everybody can write this down. It's really simple. FCC, FCC, frustrations, concerns, and challenges. So once you get permission to talk to someone, you say, hi, how are you? Oh, that's great. And you're like, okay, let's get down. And now you get down to it and you go, I'm just curious, what are your primary frustrations, concerns, and challenges? And now, now you listen. Now, this is really easy and it's really simple and you might discount it as being too simple. Like this is basically probing for pain, but I want you to think about Sherlock Holmes. So when somebody came to Sherlock Holmes and they said, uh, probably it was some woman typically who came and she's wearing a little shawl and she's in England or whatnot. And she comes there and she goes, I have a problem. And he tells, she tells Sherlock her problem. Was that ever the problem? Nope. No, it was never the core issue. She never gave the full thing. So the first thing that pops out of your mouth, when you ask this, that, that you ask, you're going to ask someone, what's the problem? They're going to say, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't know. They're going to say something. It's always baloney. It's always baloney. It's just the surface level stuff. They're not lying to you. They're doing the best they can. 
It's just your job is not to now listen to that and then go, oh, now I know. Too much. Okay. No, no, no. no, no, no. Probe, (laughs) probe. Be Sherlock Holmes. You're not going to get to the truth until you're three, four, five, six layers deep. You got to go deep. If you don't know what is the pillow talk? What is it that is making them cry at night? What is it that's keeping them awake? What, what is it that they're scared of? If you don't know what makes them cry, you don't know what makes them buy. 70% of your communication is asking probing questions around what are the core issues that people are facing and how does that make them feel? And then the way that you make sure you're right with this is you write down what they say. You pull out a pen and a piece of paper and you write it down. But pain is only one of them. You have to ask the question that gives them freedom. And that is the magic wand question or MW, because I try to make this easy. FCC stands for frustrations, concerns, and challenges. And MW is if you could wave a magic wand, magic wand, and have it any way you wanted it, how would it be? Now, warning. Yesterday, I gave this strategy to one of my new authors. And my mission with our company, Epic Author Publishing, is to publish a thousand new authors. And what the way that we use some real ninja strategies to attract our ideal clients is we focus on problems and results when we write our books. Our books that I help coaches and consultants and speakers and authors and business owners actually write and publish and turn into their most powerful marketing tool are around those two questions. This book, this book and this thing, this book, all these books, the, all of these books focus on, they solve problems and they create results. Mm-hmm. And then the books don't just do that. It also shares our personal stories of vulnerability so that it builds trust. So we don't say just only look at me, how cool I am. Every word on these covers and every word of the book is designed for the reader to solve their problems and create phenomenal results. So a sneaky little strategy is that everybody right now, go ahead and talk to me back. I want to make sure you're authentic. I want everybody to say, hi, Trevor. Say hi, Hi, Trevor. Trevor. Okay, and I'm listening. Okay, heard that. So here's the thing. Tell me what you're great at. Tell me, you're already a coach or consultant and you've got a great idea for a book. Whatever your best result is you've ever created for someone or whatever you do that's best. That's what I asked Meg. I'm like, what are you best at? I want you to write a book about it and tell me what your book idea is, whatever it could be. Meg, if you, have you written a book yet? No. Let's just say it's about how mentoring, would you, would you be on communication or mentoring coaches or what else would it be about? What is it? It would probably be about coaching difficult clients. Coaching difficult clients. Okay. So Meg is writing a book about coach. So this is a ninja strategy that everybody can use today, right now. This is a strategy that made one of my clients, Lisa Chastain, who listened to my advice and did what I advised her to do. She posted what I'm about to tell you on Facebook. And in 30 days, she made $12,000. So if you guys would like to know that, I'll give that to you now. One thing you got to do, you make a declaration out on Facebook or Twitter, or Instagram, social media, whatever your favorite channel of choice is. And you say, I just got done talking to a publisher. Say something. Then Meg say something. Oh, I, hello, Trevor. What are you doing? Just got done talking to my publisher who really wants to publish your book. I really want to publish your book, Meg and everybody else listening out there. That's what you post. That's what Lisa posted about blank, whatever that mm-hmm. subject is. You're not even sure yet. Just not even, don't have a cover, don't have a title, don't have anything. I talked to a publisher really excited about helping me publish my new book about coaching difficult clients. And then she got thumbs up and she got, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. When's your book going to come out? A whole bunch of comments. Every one of those likes and comments and things, that's a lead. 
Now check this. You can now ask everybody that gives you a thumbs up and a like, even your mom, you can say mom. So mom is now a lead source and you ask her the seven magic words. Well, hold on. The first thing you say is you say, do you, 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 you come back and oh, thank you so much. And answer them. I'm not sure my book is going to be about, it could be about Martians. It could be about marshmallows. It could be about money. It could be about coaching difficult clients, whatever it is. Cause you're not sure yet. Cause you're doing the most powerful part of your marketing. And that is asking and engaging with people and listening to what they have to say. Cause some people might go, I don't understand. That's good feedback. Like, what, what do you mean? And then you follow up with ninja strategy number 76, which is you say to them, could I, I was curious, could I interview you for my book? So if they're a potential prospect and you look on there and you're like, ooh, Meg, I might want to sell my stuff to Meg. You say, Meg, my publisher asked me to find like 10 like perfect people that I could interview for my book. Could I, you seem pretty amazing. Could I interview you for my book? You have a 10 minute conversation with them. You make it really easy. Meg now feels all, well, I'm being interviewed for a book. Two questions, Meg, what are they? The first one says for FCC. It is the, what are your primary concerns and challenges? And then the MW is the wave a magic wand. And then you ask the seven magic words at the end. If this is somebody who has problems that you can solve, then you, it is your duty and responsibility to try to help them. And there's a really ninja way to do this. Ninja is just like secret. They don't even know what's happening. In the seven magic words, giving this to everybody now, would you like some help with that? And if they say yes, you book a time to now have that cool conversation. And then you dig a little bit deeper into now under the context, not for your book, but genuinely under the context of uh, them becoming your client. If they are your mom, who's probably not your client, if they are your best friend, or if they are a friend you went to high school with, or if they're somebody who's super cool, a super, you look up in your network and you're like, ooh, he or she is awesome. I want to interview them for my book. Go to you them, consider them a promotional partner. You don't okay. want them to be your client, but you ask them the same things. What are your challenges? What are your goals? And then you had yes, seven magic words at the end of it. Who? Yes, your mom this. You go, mom. And your mom, you interview mom for your book. <laughs> you interview your mom for your book and you go, mom, you do 10 minutes and you're like, mom, what are your big challenges? What are your big, res- what are the results you want? She goes, oh, and you're like, oh man, that's awesome. Mom, thank you so much for being interviewed for my book. I'm just curious, who do you know I can help? Or we can help if you consider yourself a we. Who do you know we can help? Seven magic words to get a phenomenal referral. And if you're talking to Seth Godin or Tim Ferriss or Oprah Winfrey, you ask them for your next promotional partner or you ask who do you can interview for your book or you ask them for your next potential client, identify them. I work, typically I work with blank of the problem of blank and I help them create blank. And you need to tell people because if you say I'm a coach and I work with everybody, I can help everyone. I'm going to write a book and it's going to help everyone. I can't tell you how many people mess that up. And it's like, that is no one. That's what you're telling them. You've not drawn a line in the sand. You're confused and you are confusing and a confused person says no and does nothing. So if you guys like clients and like helping people, you should take my word and just step one today. There's a lot of information, but just secret number one or no 77 67 I don't remember what the number was I made it up but it's the secret is to go out and authentically say that you're going to publish a book and you're fired up about it and then follow up with those leads and ask them those cool questions thank you Trevor thank you for all that advice all that energy and for spending time with us today I really appreciate being able to meet you and being able to introduce you to the audience my pleasure Meg thank you very much 
I want to send a shout out to Trevor, wishing him a happy birthday. I know his birthday is early next week and thank him for offering his free book. The links to access Trevor's free book offer as well as being able to find out more about Trevor Crane can be located at our resource page at starcoachshow.com. In addition, on the website, you will also find our ongoing book giveaway, information about our Star Coach membership community, and links to our Facebook page if you want to give us a like or follow us on Twitter. Once again, I want to thank you for spending time with us today. I hope you got lots of value from the information that was shared. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler, wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Be sure to join us next week when we are joined by Kristen Robertson, and she talks about her book, Your Company Culture Ecosystem, Growing a Vibrant Business. I look forward to you being able to learn from Kristen, and I hope that you have a fabulous week. 